There it goes. Tonight we are starting emotions, feelings. <laughs> we already have one that declares he does not have emotions. So for, for the next few seconds, and I forgot to pass out these pens here, um, you have some questions uh, uh, on your paper there. I want you to just take a moment and try to answer some of those. Um, the top, uh, if it doesn't say dealing with feelings, you're on the wrong side of the paper at the very top. But y'all answer for the next few minutes uh, uh, these questions here. Um, dealing with feelings is the title. Yep. I'll, get, I'll get you another paper. Here, you're in charge of this. No, they're over here. Somewhere. There they are. Yep. <laughs> There's more as well. All right, so your first question here, real easy, true or false, Deal with your emotions or they will deal with you. Just go ahead and write your answer and why. Why you think that is the answer. True or false. Deal with your emotions or they will deal with you. Question number two. <laughs> hey, you have plenty of time because you have the paper in your own hands. <laughs> this, is, this is, yes, this is due today. <laughs> so again, question one. True or false, deal with your emotions or they will deal with you. And why? <laughs> don't, don't answer yet. I don't... <laughs> hey, first night we're recording and trying to get all this to work. We're allowed to make mistakes. Uh, there's a... Never mind. Um, all right, n- number two. <laughs> I was going to say something, but never mind. Um, respond to the statement. Emotions that are buried are buried alive. Just kind of your thoughts on that statement. You can write them down. Number three, and again, just keep going if you're still on one or something. How important is emotional closeness to the, de- the development of strong uh, friends and, and, and dating relationships? How important is emotional closeness Closeness to friends or, or dating relationships, all kind of relationships. One being the least important, five being very much important. And then number four here in a minute will be list as many emotions as you can. I already listed three, so you can't use those. I'm glad, mad, and sad. See if you can outdo that. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, list as many emotions as you can possibly think of. That No, that counts. That's good. Yep, happy counts. All this. And then the following question will be kind of just what emotions do you say you struggle with the most? This is for you. You won't have to say any of this out loud unless you just want to in a minute. And then the last one will be, how emotionally expressive are you? So take a moment, just kind of finish up those questions there. (laughs) Whose questions start with 7, 8, 9, and 10, and 11, and 12? I wonder if I just printed that wrong. Oh, you have one, two, three, four. Nice. 
Oh yeah, some of them have one, two, three, some of them. Oh well. Editing mistake. That's fine. Alright, you can keep working if you if you are still working, that's fine. But first one, the deal with your emotions or they will deal with you. Anybody want to give me an answer, true or false? Or you, you think it's true? What do you think, Genesis? Yep, they will. I mean, that's a very important statement. I like how it's phrased. Deal with your emotions. Deal with them. Take care of them. Otherwise, they're going to control you. They're going to affect all the areas of your life if you don't take care of them. Um, We'll go back into that more in a minute. What about the next one? Anybody have any thoughts on emotions that are buried alive? I mean, that are buried are buried alive. Anybody have any thoughts? True. True. Why, Why is that? Because they don't die, exactly. If you just try to ignore your emotions, they don't go away. They don't go away. Let's go to the next one. How important is emotional closeness to relationships of all kinds? Anybody have an answer? Five, three? You said five? You said four? You said four? Lots of fours, fives, and threes so far. It is very important. Um, it's way more important than we usually give it, give it credit because if we don't invest emotionally in all of our relationships, there's no connection and strength. We'll talk more about that in a minute as well. All right, list as many emotions as you can. How many did y'all list? Anybody? How, just tell me how many. Count them up. Five? Raise your hand. What do you got? Seven. Seven. Nice. Seven? When I first did this, I got 22. And I didn't bring any of them with me, so I don't know. I can't prove it to you. But, yeah, I probably had more time as well. There's, I'll show you a chart here in a minute that there's 90 emotions on the chart. So there's lots of emotions out there. Um, what emotions do you struggle with? You don't have to answer this out loud, but you can. I know uh, some of mine are, are apathetic. I just don't care about certain things sometimes, like especially waking up in the morning. I just don't want to do anything. Stormy's like, yep, yep, that's him. <laughs> um, uh, when I get hurt, I kind of get down, uh, discouraged. Um, frustration is definitely one of my top f- struggling emotions, for sure. Um, but think about yours, because it's important for, for what we're doing in this series, for you to kind of examine your own self. And then how emotionally expressive are you? Um, and here's what that means. Expression. Okay, I might feel a lot of things, but I don't really show it to anybody else. I'm pretty much a, a two out of five there, because I have lots of emotions, but I'm pretty good at just playing them off and pro, uh, processing through them slowly kind of thing and just not letting everybody else in the world see it. What do you got? I'm a very emotional person. Very emotional. Five. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So emotional health, uh, emotional well-being, emotional fitness, emotional balance, emotional uh, expression, no matter how you say it, all of these different phrases imply that your emotional life is important. The feelings that you have, they matter. They, they make a difference. And, and if you, they're important enough that they need to be taken care of. That if you don't take care of them, that means something happens and, and they get bad and then bad things happen with them if you don't keep them healthy or well 
or fit or balanced or expressed, whichever phrase you want to use. We just kind of use emotional health because that's pretty simple. And so there's ways that you can become emotionally overwhelmed, emotionally frustrated, emotionally abused, emotionally exhausted, and more. And when our emotions are not well, they can grow into some major issues that we see around the world. And we'll talk more about uh, these issues throughout this series. Um, I'll kind of introduce to you what I call the emotional cup, um, which is kind of some of our core uh, negative emotions that can easily produce some major disturbances in our lives. But we'll talk about that next week. So just like your physical health, it's important to keep your physical health in check. That way you don't end up in the hospital with COVID or something like that. Um, But there's right and wrong ways to take care of your health. I tried for years, and I still think it was successful, uh, just drinking Dr. Pepper all the time. I saw the doctor all the time, um, and I think that was healthy. But some people tell me it's not. Some people tell me it's not. Just like your, your mental health, your cognitive health, your, your mind, keeping your mind healthy is important. I'm really bad at forgetting things, and I'm really worried what that's going to look like, you know, 60 years down the road. Um, so trying to keep my mind healthy is important. Spiritual health, we talk about that all the time, that your spiritual health is extremely important. Your relationship with God, are you, are you keeping, are you staying in that walk? Or are you getting uh, drawn in and enticed and captured by sin? And is it messing up your spiritual life? Um, so just like all those things, emotional health is extremely important. So I'm going to show you just kind of why, um, emotional health is important real quick. Um, the heart. Is kind of a term we use. We know it's just an organ that pumps blood. But even in our culture today, we still kind of talk about the heart being the center of our being. That, that's where our emotions come from is our heart, when I guess truly it comes from your brain somehow, some way. Um, but we talk about emotions coming from the heart. That's the picture we still use, and that's the picture Scripture used. Um, look at this Scripture in Proverbs 4. It says, Watch over your heart with all diligence. Very carefully, for from it flow the springs of life. That everything that has to do with your life, man, that all comes from your heart. That's kind of the center of your being is what, what this scripture is talking about again. Over and over, scripture talks about the heart being, man, the, kind of the center of where everything starts in our life. Whether it's good or bad, it starts from the heart. If you want to do an action before your brain can even decide on it, your heart makes that decision somehow. Um, again, it's, it's, it's just one of those pictures that we use. You know, Scripture also talks about how our heart has been darkened. It's been infected with sin, um, and it messes up a lot of things in our life. And so emotions aren't really the issue of our heart, but some, some negative emotions point to the issues of our heart. And when we don't listen to our emotions, whether they're good or bad, we're taken away by them. And then they begin to grow something that's even worse. And so why is emotional health important? Um, I have have five reasons, I believe, that I just want to share real quick. Emotional health is important because um, it helps you live a balanced and meaningful life. If you're following along and you want to fill in the blanks, um, here's your first one. Emotional health is important because if you want to live a life that is fun and exciting and, and balanced, um, where you're getting things done, you're accomplishing things, you're, you're hitting the milestones that you want to do, and you want to live a meaningful life, man, you've got to maintain your emotional health. 
going back to that quote, deal uh, with your emotions or they will deal with you. See, God created us with emotions deep into our DNA. Um, We were created so that by controlling them, by having self-control, we could experience the fullness of life. We could feel things and, and, and be awed by those feelings. But there's two extremes when it comes to our emotions sometimes. When they're out of control, our emotions are just, man, everywhere. Some people talk about wearing them on your sleeves. That just means your emotions are super visible and you can't even keep them in. Um, so that's one extreme where it's kind of a roller coaster every day and you're just exhausted by the end. Because you're on these highs and lows and highs and lows and flips and spins and all of a sudden you're throwing up. At least that's what I do on roller coasters. But that's one extreme. The other extreme is the people who deny they have any emotion. <laughs> or or they just deny that, that emotion's a thing or important. They try to cap it all off. Um, yeah, Spock is a good example. And even in the recent movies, I, I, I know it might be a sin to some people, but I didn't watch the TV show as much, so I can't talk about that one. But in the recent movies, he even has a, a struggle because he's half human, so he has these emotions that he's not supposed to show according to his culture, but slowly he learns that it's okay and emotions are healthy. And, but, but both of those are unhealthy. And so balance is the key. Balance is the key. Another reason <clears throat> emotional health is important is because it helps um, us, it helps us properly respond to others' emotions. It helps us properly respond to other people's emotions. So, so again, that quote that we said, deal with your emotions or they will deal with you, there's another way of phrasing it. Learn to deal with other people's emotions or their emotions will deal with you. Because we must learn to respond correctly to people's emotions. It's important. Like your anger, you need to manage your anger. But what do you do when somebody else is angry? How do you deal with those emotions? Otherwise, they're going to start affecting you. For better or for worse, we are affected by the emotions of those close to us and even by the emotions of strangers. That's why we can be in this room and when somebody starts having a a bad mood and they're having some bad emotions, it can get contagious real fast and ruin the whole atmosphere. Because emotions, man, affect others. Um, And if we don't learn how to respond appropriately to those emotions of other people, we can get abused, um, or we can end up hurt or scared or feel f- fearful or angry. And if we lack the skills, skills to properly respond, man, we're going to end up hurt. We're going to end up um, in a bad place, and we won't even be able to help them. And that's kind of one of our goals as Christians, uh, uh, being related to Jesus, is we want to help people. But if we don't equip ourselves and we don't understand emotions, we won't be able to properly respond to others' emotions. So we have the balanced and meaningful life. That's one reason it's important. Properly respond to others. And it's also necessary for people skills. People skills. Nobody likes people skills because that means you have to deal with people. It's dealing with people. The skill of dealing with people. Yet that is one of the top characteristics that any employer will be looking for is because they want to know, yes, can you do your job and can you do it well, but when somebody else walks in, are you going to be able to manage that? If that crazy customer walks in or your your angry boss or an employee that's trying to take advantage of your, your workplace, can you deal with people? It's one of the top, again, top skills that, that uh, needs to happen or that 
uh, employers want in business places. I mean, just face it. You're surrounded by 8 billion people on this world. Almost 8 billion. We're not there yet. But, uh, man, you're going to run into people. And so having these people skills are, are extremely important. And in fact, when uh, people get little disciplinary marks, even in in school, I was going to say work, uh, but also in school, it's not usually because you didn't do the job right. It's because, well, I didn't get along with that person. A lot of people are fired not because they messed up their job, but because they couldn't get along with the boss or they couldn't get along with their coworkers or just like your classes. It's not that you didn't complete that assignment, which if you didn't, you should. Um, No, it's you didn't get along with that person. And so emotional health, it's important because it helps you, man, develop these people skills. Something that's kind of interesting is when you're communicating with somebody, you communicate out of 80% emotion. The way you're going to respond to each other is going to be more emotionally based than intellectually based. It's like, okay, this person just said this to me, so let me process this. Let me. No, you're going to get, okay, I feel something, I'm going to say this, whether it's good or bad. Um, and so, again, God created us with this ability to relate to people, to connect on an emotional level across every gap, and we need to know how to do that. So speeding through these last ones, uh, emotional health is important because it is necessary for strong relationships. You know, if you want to... Um, man, grow a friendship, have a best friend, or have a successful marriage, but you take the whole emotional closeness thing out of it, it's going to be a very shallow, superficial kind of marriage or relationship or friendship. Um, You're just going to be like, hey, uh, we both like the same color blue. That is a fact. That's not what, like, that's not what bonds you. The reason, you know, if if Brayden's favorite color is blue, what's your favorite color? Blue, sure. And my favorite color blue, it's, I don't like him because he likes the color blue. I like him because we both get excited about the color blue. There's some emotion in that. We bond over emotion. And so if you want to grow relationships, whether this is friendships, dating relationships, marriage, your dog, I don't know. Um, you, you're, you can obviously, obviously tell when your dog has emotion. They're excited. They're wagging their tail. And they, they love you. And so what do you do? You say, I love you too. Um, And you get all fun and playful with your dog until they accidentally bite you. And then you get a little upset. But a critical factor in any relationship is that we have to share all of who we are um, or a lot of who we are for that relationship to grow. If you want to be best friends and if you want a successful marriage, but you won't let that person into the deepest parts of your hearts, again, you're going to have a very shallow and problem-filled Uh, relationship so we must learn how to have these healthy expressions of emotional openness um, and vulnerability with our friendships with our relationships Um, and that's what this emotional health is all about it's important because of that one more emotional health is important because it is the only thing that can remove aloneness loneliness in your life if you don't get emotional then, then you're going to find yourself in places where you feel alone. This is why you can be in a room with a thousand people. You can be at that party. You can be at here at church. You can be at school, and you can feel all alone. Because it's not about being physically present all the time. It's, I don't really connect with anybody here. Nobody feels like they really care, or we don't bond 
there's not this emotional closeness. Genesis 2.8 said, uh, God made a statement that defines the, the very nature of humanity. And he said this, that it is not good for man to be alone. And so he created us with this emotion so that we could bond with one another and with him. And it's a hard issue, this aloneness. It's a hard issue. It's an issue of the heart that can only be removed by an emotionally close relationship. And so, again, that's, that's why um, man, emotions are so important. Jesus, uh, in a very emotional moment with his disciples, right before he went to the cross, he sat down with them, he washed their feet, they did the Lord's Supper, but then he just talked. Um, I don't know if y'all have ever been in a situation where you got to sit down with somebody that, man, they're just kind of dreading something, and all they do is talk. All they do, because they, they just, they're trying to get comfort themselves, or they're trying to comfort somebody else, and that's what Jesus was doing here. He started here in, in John 14, 1. He said, do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in me, uh, or believe in God. Believe also in me, because he knew things were about to get rough. On every level of life, he knew that things were about to go south, um, that he was going to go to the cross. And so, man, he, he understood this. He understood emotions. And so he started trying to assure, to comfort his disciples um, by, by being emotionally close with them, by revealing some of the parts of his heart, his journey, his mission, who he was. Um, and he shared what was going to happen. Yes, he shared some knowledge and he, he shared some understanding that they could have, but the reason that, 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 that's not what would help. The reason he did it is he, he just opened his heart, creating this emotional connection and assurance, um, that he was giving them. And so, uh, Jesus's goal was peace. He said this in a few verses later, um, peace, I leave with, with you, my peace, I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. So don't let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. And we see this kind of thing throughout Scripture all the time. This word peace. Galatians uh, talks about the fruit of the Spirit. And peace is one of those. That God's Spirit put inside of you wants to generate peace in your life. Um, you also have other, other scriptures like Philippians 4, 7. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but let his peace that surpasses all understanding guard your heart. His peace. Another one says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. He wants us to have peace. Another scripture at the very end of this whole emotional experience that he's having with his disciples, he says, these things I've spoken to you so that in me you may have peace because in the world, you're going to have all sorts of troubles, tribulation. But take courage. I have overcome the world. Yes, there's issues, but my peace is in the world now. It's in my spirit and it's in you. And it can rise up above everything else. Peace is this whole idea of your heart having calmness, control over, man, the emotions in your heart. Peace doesn't mean that you can't feel anything anymore. No, it just allows you to be in control so that you can experience all these feelings in a positive way, in the way that they were meant to be. But the opposite of peace is chaos. And when our emotions are in chaos, we no longer have control. They are out of control and they are controlling us. We no longer see and live life as we should, and we're crippled by our out-of-control emotions, and deep dangers can grow out of it. So, God gave us emotions for good, and because of this messed-up world, we need to learn how to navigate emotions. It doesn't, mean, it doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl, 
We all have deep emotions and we need to learn how to navigate them. And a quick side note, we all have different amount of emotion in our life pretty much. We we feel differently and to different degrees. And so it's not even worth the time to compare yourself to somebody else. Like, man, am I as emotional as Noah? Um, why does he seem always like he has a calm head and I'm just dealing with No, no, you're playing the comparison game. You don't do that. You just deal with your emotions. Navigate your emotions and you can help others do the same thing. But either way, emotions are natural, they're essential, and so is emotional health um, or wellness. So today I have two keys. Um, I think this is where you flip the paper, if you want. Um, Two things that I want to leave you with today to help you start navigating uh, your emotions um, and dealing with them, whether it's the hard emotions um, or the happy ones, the good ones. So, So key number one, to, to emotional health is that emotional health um, must be properly and truthfully expressed. That it needs to come out. No more of this bottling up. No more of this shyness. No, God never intended for us to deny or suppress our feelings. Proper emotional expression depends on, on several things. Um, we must be open and honest with God and, and others. We're supposed to open up to people. We weren't created to, man, close ourselves away from society. Again, that's where that loneliness, that aloneness comes from. Um, We also need to develop an emotional vocabulary. Here's a picture here. Um, Some of y'all mentioned how many uh, y'all listed earlier. But here's 90 emotions. 90. Yes, there's kind of a core and it kind of grows from there. You have the the whole happy and the sad, the anger, the fear, um, surprise, uh, love. And it grows from there, but, but there's tons of emotions. And here's the deal. When somebody asks you what's wrong, I don't know. That's where we're stuck. And so nobody can help us. We can't even help ourselves because we don't even know how to express what we're feeling. And so one of the things to express your emotions is learning the words for them. Okay, what does it mean to be surprised? Or let's look at some of these. Infatuation. Passion, attracted, sentimental, that all kind of has to do with love, but you can, if you think about it, they kind of go in different directions. Or helpless, frightened, satisfied, um, anxious, worried, frustrated, annoyed, aggravated, resentful. Um, just learning these words, fondness, enchanted. I like that when I saw that today and I was like, I'm enchanted. I don't know how that works, but cool. Um, jubilation, I've heard that one before. Um, that one's kind of cool. But but maybe these are kind of too big. Well, come in a little bit. Okay, desire, peaceful, scared, rage, amazed, happy, cheerful, proud. There's lots of emotions that you can have, and they kind of all fall within, um, what, six or seven places there. Um, but they're all important. And so part of expressing yourself and expressing your emotions, which is healthy and you've got to learn how to do it, is growing your emotional vocabulary. Um, being able to, man, just kind of articulate what you're feeling. And if you look closely, you'll notice that one is not there that we use all the time. Okay, look, I'm a, let's, what do you think it is? If I say, how are you? That's on there because we can't be tired. Good. Good is not an emotion. It's not there. And I'm terrible about it. And I know a lot of us are. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Come on. Grow your vocabulary. Do a little bit better than that. And I'm talking to myself for sure there. 
Um, we, yeah. Um, so, so we have all these emotions throughout the day. And here's kind of a little challenge for you is, is man, you don't even realize how many emotions you've had up to the point you walked in this room today. Um, even when you came in this room, some of y'all were excited playing a game and then you got bored listening to Braden sings. No, I'm just kidding. You were enchanted. You were enchanted. I love it. When you were listening to Braden play, I mean, sing enchanted. There you go. Um, and then you got bored once I got on stage. So there's three emotions already, but a challenge that you can, uh, try to do is man, set some alarms on your watch, your phone or whatever. And every time they go off during the day, write down what you were feeling in that moment. And try to stay away from the basic ones, happy, sad, glad, mad, sad, uh, uh, that's it, that's all I got. Um, try to stay away from those. Try to, try to get specific. Why am I feeling this way? Well, I'm stressed out about this, and so, but that's more like frustration. And, and you can even, uh, I can put this up later, you can take a picture of it and you can pull it up. But that's a, there's a little challenge of something you can do, is every day... Man, set some alarms or, or when you see something, just think emotions and write it down because it's going to help grow your awareness um, of when you are emotional and how you are emotional, regardless of what's going on. There's never an emotionless, emotionless state unless you're sleeping. Maybe. I don't know. I have lots of dreams that are very emotional. So um, falling out of buildings and all sorts of fun stuff. So but it'll help you be aware, but it'll also challenge you to grow that kind of vocabulary once again, to be able to articulate kind of where you're at. So anyway, um, again, emotions must be properly uh, and truthfully expressed. Um, and once we have this emotionally, emotional vocabulary, we need to use it. We need to be talking to people. Instead of saying good, we need to say something different. And it's so hard to break, at least for me, it's so hard to kind of break that that habit of just saying good but i think it's something we need to do i don't think jesus ever said that hey how are you doing jesus good i don't think he said that uh, i think he probably did something different he probably just asked a question to answer the question and get you thinking even deeper how are you doing how are you doing i don't know the way you asked that i'm not sure anymore um anyway we need to use this emotional vocabulary. We need to express our emotions. For example, if somebody hurts you, you, like with their words or something, you need to be able to express it in a proper and truthful way, in a way that doesn't hurt them. But you need to be able to tell them, hey, you hurt me and this is why. and I feel like this now. Um, just to help them understand and, and maybe change their behavior. Not rage at them or yell at them. No, express it in a very calm and contained and helpful and truthful way. <laughs> so two keys to start navigating emotional health. First of all, express it. Express it. Number two, emotions must be responded. So when, when it comes to other people's emotions, they have to be responded with something specific. And I'll show you the word in a minute. But when someone feels emotions, you need to respond with emotions. Because if I say, you know, Stormy, she doesn't like snakes. And if there's a snake coming up to her and I say, well, it's not poisonous, it's only six inches long, that doesn't comfort her at all. She'll probably get mad at me. I probably need to take physical action as well and remove the snake. But what I need to do is emotionally connect because I'm not going to understand that she's that 
she doesn't like him that much unless I do something. And so we need to respond with emotions, but we also need to respond with the right emotions. If Stormy is mad um, at me, or she's scared, and I respond with amusement, or affection, or uh, I'm agitated because she's mad, am I helping the situation? No. (laughs) I need to be understanding. Okay, she's upset about something, and I need to understand that. And then look for the appropriate response. And so emotions must be responded to uh, with empathy. This word empathy. Empathy means that you can discern and identify one's feelings, one's emotions. But it also means that you connect with it and you feel it too. It's this idea that you are walking in the other person's emotional shoes for that moment. Or it's the ability to understand that they're, what they are feeling, even if you've never been in that situation before. That's what empathy is all about, is connecting with someone's emotions. Sympathy is another word that we use, and it's good. It's about identifying their emotions, but it's not good enough because that's where you stop. You don't connect with it. You just know, okay, they are aggravated. You don't do anything with that. Empathy is kind of, okay, they are aggravated. Ooh, I see why. They're aggravated because they got left at school and their parents forgot to pick them up. I'd be, I'd be a little upset too. Um, and so now that I kind of connect with that, I'm empathetic, not pathetic, but empathetic, two different words. Um, now that I have empathy, I can connect with that person. I can respond appropriately and help them, man, grow out of that agitation. Have you heard about this thing, forgiveness? Now that might just, you know, agitate them a little bit more. But uh, you can find a way to, to do that. But to develop empathy, we must, one, listen to what's being said. We talk way too much. And if you want to practice this empathy in your life, you, you need to be able to listen. If Braden's trying to tell me about something and all I want to do is tell him about my ping pong stuff, I'm not being empathetic. I'm being pathetic. Because he needs to open up his heart and I need to listen. And if I want to connect with him on an emotional level, then I need to hear what he has to say. I also need to be aware. If he's saying something like, hey, Braden, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. I can just tell by his, not his response, but by his tone and by his you know, uh, physical actions that things are not fine. I better take a step back just in case he wants to swing or something because he could probably knock me out. But anyway, and, and, and something that's important is is you can easily respond to somebody's emotions. As soon as you connect, okay, Braden's not having a good day. I have two options, and I'm going to tell you these two options. Even though there's a billion different emotions, and you do want to try to identify specific emotions, if you can't, I'm going to simplify it for you. But I do want to say, before, before I give you that, if you find yourself not in a place, a place to help somebody, um, you've just had a very terrible day or you just lost your dog or something like that. It's okay to be like, man, Braden, I want to hear, but I, I've had a terrible day. Mike's here and as crazy as he is, he, he's good to talk to. I talk to him all the time, you know, refer it, pass it on to somebody else you trust. It's okay to do that. Explain to the person why, um, and allow yourself to heal. You might even go to, to Mike yourself and, and be like, Hey, I, me and Braden both need to spill some things on you here. Um, I'll let him go first, but uh, it's okay to do that. It's okay. 
but we've talked about expressing our emotions. Um, we've, and I've given you a challenge to help you grow in that, you know, to be aware and to write down maybe some of these emotions that you're feeling. Um, but let me kind of give you a second challenge, if you will, to help you respond to emotions. And it's easy. Again, to respond to emotions, even if you don't know what they are, because all, it can be easy because they're all summed up into two, get, two categories. See, 2,000 years ago, even Paul figured this out. He knew emotions were important, and he knew that every emotion could be summed up into two categories. And so he wrote here in Romans 12:15, Rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. That means, man, weep, be sad, connect on the, that negative level of they're upset. So, so kind of just be upset with them. Um, or if they're excited, if they're rejoicing, if they're happy, uh, man, connect with that. Rejoice with them. See, if someone expresses positive emotions, rejoice with them. Rejoice. And if someone expresses negative emotions, mourn with them. Connect on that. Because what will happen, even though it's really simple, it's a powerful truth, because what will happen is, is when you connect with somebody or somebody connects with you on those levels, you're going to walk away blessed. You're going to walk away like, man, I've been uplifted in all that. I've been encouraged. Even though the situation isn't better, instead of Braden telling me how to fix everything, he just, he just got sad with me. He said, sorry that you're feeling this way, that he's there for me. Um, he didn't try to explain why birds aren't going to peck my eyes out. Um, even though I was afraid of that, he just, he just, you know, was there. Um, and so that, that's how simple it can be to, to help and respond appropriately to other people's emotions is okay. Let's, let's gauge what's going on there. This is a positive thing. So I need to react with positivity or this is a negative thing, man. I need to, to react with this, not negativity. Don't react with negativity negativity i can't even say it now um but mourning just being upset with a person um so again emotional health it begins with us being able to properly express our emotions and being able to respond properly to emotion there is an introduction i know that was kind of long and crazy uh, lots of details and i'm hoping to sum up some of these other ones a little bit shorter but man we have a jam-packed uh, outline here. I want to show you what we're going to be talking about. So today we talked about dealing with our feelings, just kind of simple ways express, or if you're dealing with somebody else's respond and you either respond with rejoicing or mourning. Um, the sec next week, we're going to talk about the emotional cup, um, how we all, and we've all, we've talked about this before, but we all have a cup, an emotional cup. And if it's full of bad emotions, there's no room for good emotions. And so how do we get rid of some of these bad emotions? Um, and the first one that we'll talk about is hurt. At the base of the cup, the base of every emotion is hurt. You know, the reason you got angry is because you got hurt. Um, and, and opening up your own eyes to that is going to help you find freedom and healing from that. Then we're going to move on to anger, fear, and stress. Um, I know none of us have ever been angry or fearful or stressed, um, except probably all of us. Um, guilt and condemnation. Um, we'll talk about that. Then we're going to talk about these big two um, here in the fifth week, anxiety and depression. Um, they're, they're not really a basic emotion. That's one of those big things that unhealed, untaken care of emotions can grow into. But we'll talk about that and how to uh, man, take care of yourself. So 
um, you don't kind of fall into those pits. And if you do, it's okay. Um, I'll probably have Stormy help because she's one of the licensed counselors in the world. And so I'll have her kind of talk a little bit about those things as well. And then we're going to end it with just filling up with the positive things. So that's kind of the outline of this. I hope you all can make it over the next few weeks um, because emotions, they are important. And when we don't give them the time of day, we either bottle them up and they explode on somebody or we're always exploding and there's just no, no middle. Um, and so we want to take care of those things. So before we jump back up here, uh, sing one more song of kind of just declaring our emotions to God. We want to give it all to him. Let me just pray for y'all. Um, again, remember those couple challenges. Um, and then you have some extra stuff that, on the sheet if you want to do that. So let me pray. Father God, thank you that you created us as emotional beings. God, that you created us in your image. That you are a God of emotion. And help us to understand that that's not a bad thing. Help us to accept our emotions, but to, man, balance them, to control them, so that we can experience the fullness of life even when, man, things are bad around us. And help us with just these basics today, learning to express our emotions, but also to respond appropriately to other people's emotions. So God, we just thank you again for who you are and the beginning, this this introductory lesson that, that we have. Just help us to take something to heart and live it out. So God, we just thank you. We praise you and to you be all glory and honor, God. In your name, amen.